The Ponch Stevenson Show. PonchStevenson.com. Episode 166. Tuesday, March 15th, 2011. This is The Ponch Stevenson Show. PonchStevenson.com. Episode 166. 10666. No, just 166. That was stupid. Uh, I am Rob. I am Rob. You are Greg. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Transformers? No. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Prime. <laughs> Transformers Prime. We find, we're finally going to review it. Finally got you to watch yeah, some of yeah, it. Yeah, I've seen a couple episodes. Is it still right. on or what? What's going on with that? Well, they, it was a, uh, it was a five part, um, you know, half hour, uh, mini series back in the fall of, of last year. Oh. But, uh, as of, I think about a couple of weeks ago, the, um, the regular season of it just started again. So it was part one in a four part mini series? Five. I know, I'm just, I'm, I'm referencing the original comic book. Oh, sorry. Uh, and what is it, the, the same cast, I guess? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From the I mean, miniseries. It, it seems like, uh, I'm looking at it, it seems like they're adding, like, they introduce a new character, like, every episode. Oh. Usually the character dies. Yeah, I've noticed uh, some deaths yeah. in this series. So what's and your I- review? What's your opinion? I think it's okay. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the, the CGI. I'm not either. I think it's well done, don't get me wrong. Um, I, I just would rather see it as a cartoon. You know, like the Transformers animated, which was the previous series that Cartoon Network had. Mm-hmm. Um, that was cartoons. Well, I love the original that. G1 series because I don't know. There was something about the colors they used and the shading and the painted backgrounds. It just looked very nice. It just had a very nice, yeah, pleasing no, they, look to it. Never, no, they don't. They're not going to do that anymore. No, no, no. I know. I know. I'm just saying it had a, a, a very pleasing look to it. The characters st- stood out. The colors were so it was like the perfect colors, everything. And then with this computer animated series, Transformers Prime. I know they're going for a more realistic look with all the shading and lighting and everything, but it, it makes it very difficult to see. Everything's very dark and and like and in shadow. It's like I don't know. It's, yeah. It just makes it harder to to well, see the details. The other thing is the um, the copy that I sent you was not HD. No, well that doesn't matter. But all right, you know because yeah. I I've, I've noticed the similar thing. With the old, um, uh, the the old Beast Wars oh, computer okay. animated show, and the reboot computer. It's like these computer animated TV shows are trying to be so detailed, and with all the shading and the lighting and shadows and everything, that it's like, I don't know, just something. It, it, it's like it's too dark overall. Mm. And I don't mean dark edgy. I mean it, it's literally too dark to see. Mm. It's like a cartoon should be. Very vibrant and bright and easy to watch. This is it's it's just too muddy. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. So basically, the um, the premise is that yet again, <laughs> the the Transformers wind up on Earth and they befriend some humans. This time, it's like a 
couple of teenagers and a little kid. And, uh, you know, they have to protect them from Decepticons. And, of course, Peter Cullen is the voice of Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime. Autobots transform and roll out. Yes. And, you know, and he sounds very similar. I, you yeah. know, it's funny because I'm listening to it and I could tell. I could actually tell that he has gotten older. Hmm. But for the most part, he does sound very similar to the way he's always sounded. Well, the other thing is that the executive producers are um, Kurtzman and Ortsy, who are the writers of the Michael Bay movies. Oh, God. Don't so say that's that. why the, the characters essentially look like that. They try to use the same voices, etc. Nah. You know, so it could, it could be similar. Well. But anyway, yeah. So Peter Cullen is Optimus Prime. Um, and uh, RC is a character. Um, Cliff Jumper. Well, Cliff Jumper was in one episode and was killed. Yeah, he died. I'm like, wait, yeah. wait, what, what is going on here? You know who voiced him? No. The Rock. Oh, really? Yeah, Dwayne oh, Johnson, no. The Rock. Huh. Uh, Bulkhead, he was a character in Transformers Animated. as uh, voiced by Kevin Michael Richardson, who's an actor. Um, Jeffrey Combs, who is a, a veteran of Star Trek, is the voice of Ratchet. I think he does a pretty good job with it. And, of course, unfortunately, Bumblebee is has no voice and has, just has to make sounds. Oh, the worst. <laughs> Dan Gilvezan is alive. I know. He's not even that old. I know. Hire the freaking guy. I know. Um, uh, who else? Uh, yeah, some other, they've had some other ones. Um, Decepticons, it seems like it's mostly just Starscream. Yeah, who does his voice? Uh, some guy named Stephen Bloom. His voice is okay. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and also there's a human, like, a government agent, which is uh, voiced by Ernie Hudson from the Ghostbusters. Ah, yes. I don't know if you noticed that. I didn't know. Um, and um, well, also I one of the, the mother of one of the characters is voiced by Marky Post from uh, A-Team. And Night Court? Oh, no, she wasn't an A-Team. Fall, the Fall Guy. I always get them confused. And Night Court. No, she was on the A-Team, yes. And Night Court. At some point. Okay, Night Court. I hate Night Court. Though. I know, hate but it. I'm just saying. <laughs> so. Yeah, so they're in it. Um, I don't know. Anyway. Um, well, and. And Frank Welker. Yes, Megatron. Frank Welker's Megatron, yes. But, but here's the thing. He doesn't sound like that, though, does he? I know. He, well, he said he wasn't going to do the exact same voice. I know, but it, when we played that trailer, yeah, several episodes back, I know he was doing a different approach, but it still sounded like the old good Megatron voice. Mm. And I'm watching the cartoon, and I'm like, I don't know, it 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 doesn't sound like what he was doing in the trailer. I don't know. <laughs> I don't we'll know. We'll have to play I, some clips. Maybe I have. Yeah, I, I, maybe I just need to get used to it. I don't know. <laughs> Well, anyway, um come on, those old voices were classic. I know. Yeah, I mean they could get Michael Bell, he's not dead. Most of the guys aren't dead. 
You know, I did I did wind up watching the G.I. Joe cartoon, G.I. Joe Resolute, which oddly is actually a cartoon. It's not CGI. Oh, okay. Which is funny because the previous G.I. Joe cartoon that they did was CGI. Right. It's like reversed. Yeah. Um, So how was Resolute? It's a pretty good show. It's actually pretty good for, you know, for G.I. Joe. It's not as good as the original, but it's actually pretty good. Any of and, the? Did they get any of the old uh, real American hero voice actors? No, I mean it's the characters. But it's mostly new people. Oh. A lot of those people are dead. <laughs> are there still toys? Like, is this tied into a toy line? Oh, I'm sure there's toys. Yes, it's Hasbro. Yeah, it's true. How so I did, no, and, look, I, and I so. Why aren't there any? How come when GI Joe, real American hero? 1983, 1984, it was really popular. There was the toy line, the cartoon show, and these horrendous stick figure Atari 2600 video games. Yeah. They were pumping out these video games back when the technology was was very uh, limited. Now, with the game consoles, the technology is so much more advanced, they're not making any video games. You mean for G.I. Joe or Transformers? For G.I. Joe. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I I don't know why. I mean, they made they made a game based on the movie. Oh, they did. Which, yeah, which everybody hated. I mean, they hated the movie. Oh, so. all right. Well, then I take that back, and I am a fool. Yeah, but it's not based on the cartoon or nothing. That's true. All right. Well, then I take that back, and I'm not a fool. Uh, maybe they have. I I just don't know about. It. I don't know. I don't know why they haven't made a game. I don't know. But um. Yeah, so uh, I did watch the episode that Michael Bell guest starred on as like Duke's father or uncle or something, and it was it was really cool. It was kind of cool, you know. It was cool just to hear him again. Yeah, because he basically did, you know, he did the Duke voice, <laughs> which nice. you know, of all the characters that he's done that he did back then, I mean, the Duke voice was basically his voice. Did he do the 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 dry, corny humor? I don't think so. Like the wise he was playing cracks. like an old guy. Huh? He was playing like an old guy, you know. But you know, remember when he was Duke, he would make those corny wisecracks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Duke. Duke was great. And, you know, G.I. Joe was so odd because, like, when the second season came around, they brought in all those new characters. And maybe it wasn't even the second season. Maybe it was still first season. You know, like Lady J and Flint. Yeah. And it was really weird because, you know, you were you had Duke who was the, supposed to be the leader, and then all of a sudden you had Flint, who was also the leader. <laughs> yeah. It was like, wait a minute, it's a military. Who's in charge here? <laughs> What's the protocol? Well, I guess Flint technically was in charge because he was a major, I think. And uh, Duke was only a sergeant. I think. What about Sergeant Slaughter? Hey, you uglies, it's me, Sergeant Slaughter. Hey, well, he was a sergeant, too. A lot of sergeants. Or maybe he was more, Duke was more of a sergeant, I don't remember. And then there was General Hawk, remember, he showed up. Yeah. General Hawk showed up. Um, He was the one who, uh, like, in the movie, he got in trouble. and I guess. He let well, in the movie, his brother was played by... His brother was Lieutenant Falcon, and it was played by Don Johnson. Falcon, that's who I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was supposed to be his brother, I think. Or Flint's brother, I don't remember. 
something. It was Flint's brother. Uh, Serpentor. Yes. Um, yeah, so I thought that was pretty good. But yeah, I think Transformers Prime is okay. Now wait, now now in G.I. Joe Resolute, hmm. are they fighting Cobra? Of course. And when Cobra comes on the screen, do they start screaming, Cobra, la 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 No. Why not? No, there's no... There's no Cobra la 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 la. Why not? I think they... I think the guys even then are just like, why Why are we doing this? Come on. This is Cobra Law. Oh, there, God. There was nothing... There was nothing annoying about that battle cry. Mm. No? <laughs> I'm kidding. It was stupid. Uh, Could you imagine you're a professional voice actor and you're in the studio screaming, Cobra la 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 la! <laughs> that, that is what you are getting paid to do. Could you imagine that? Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> or that's pretty good, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. It's not Resolute. That was another show. Oh. It's, uh... Wait a minute. Is it Renegades? How many G.I. Joe cartoons <laughs> are there? Oh, this is kind of... Yeah, it's Renegades. All right, so G.I. Joe Renegades. Yeah, it's on the it's on the hub. I will. The put other one that was on Cartoon Network. This is in the hub. On the hub. So I will put that in the episode one hundred sixty six show notes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Description. Duke. Yeah, Sergeant Conrad Hauser. Duke is played by James Marsden, uh, who was an who's actually an actor. Uh, he's been. Uh, I'm trying to think what you may remember that he was in. Um, um, I don't know. He's been he's been on some some stuff. He's done some stuff. What's Duke's um, last name? Silver. Hauser. Oh, Hauser. Conrad Hauser. Uh, Scarlet is voiced by Natalia. Uh, how the hell do you say her name? Sigliuti or. From uh, Saved by the Bell, New Class. <laughs> uh, Roadblock, Kevin Michael Richardson. Breaker is played by Greg Ellis. I don't know who that guy is. Well, speaking of Duke. Yeah. <clears throat> I know I'm not really into this series of video games. I don't think you're really into this series of video games, but... The running gag the last 10 or 12 years has been this video game called Duke Nukem Forever. Ah, uh, of course. The sequel to Duke Nukem 3D. Oh, wait a minute. They had they had a special guest one episode um, where, uh, oh, Jerry O'Connell, <laughs> Jerry O'Connell voiced barbecue, God, where uh, there was a general and he was voiced by Lee Majors. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fall guy. Six million dollar man. So All yeah, right. so, so Duke the video game coming out, Duke Nukem Forever, the sequel yeah. to Duke Nukem 3D, which came out what nine nineteen ninety four, nineteen ninety five. Yeah, and now the year twenty eleven, still going. 
this video game, and it's not like, it's not a situation where, let's say, 17 years later, one of the developers like, hey, you know what would be a good well, sequel? A sequel to Duke Nukem. Whatever happened to Duke Nukem? <laughs> no. This video game sequel has been actually in the works. I don't know if it's actually been in the works. In some time. form or another. Look, 3D Realms, the developer of Duke Nukem 3D, mm. was working on a sequel. I know. Called Duke Nukem Forever. And every, like, it was taking them so long. That yeah. like every three or four years they would have to start from scratch because their game engine was so obsolete <laughs> that they would have to start all over. I'm looking at this here. The publishers from '97 through '99 was GT Interactive. Then from '99 to 2001 was Gatherer Gatherer of Developers. Yeah. Then from 2001 2009 was Take Two Interactive. And now, 3D Realms is done. Now it is being produced by 2K Games. You know, the old Sony shop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 Sega. Oh, right, yes. Yeah, 2K Games. Uh, The other one was 989, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) It's never going to come out. No, it has, it it is actually, it has a release date. And GameStop is taking pre-orders. And Amazon is taking pre-orders. Oh, May the 3rd? Let me see. Has there been, has there been any, like, pictures of it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Apparently, um, I'm reading here, it is it is absurd. They're saying that it is absurdly long. Well, <laughs> they've been working on it for 17 years. For you know, 14 years, I would, you know. 3D Realms is still in business? Are they? Apparently. So, yes, Duke Nukem Forever. North America, it's coming out May 3rd, 2011, worldwide. May 6th, 2011, first-person shooter. And, of course, the... the <laughs> The running joke in the video game industry was that every year, every year, every year, no, it's it's come. This is the year it's coming out, and then the next year, okay, for real, this is the year it's coming mm. out. Until the point where it just became this joke. Yeah, and now it's finally coming out over a decade later. Yeah, it's crazy. crazy. Is it gonna? Is will it be good? Probably not. Probably not. Who the hell's gonna buy it? It's been so long now. Who even remembers what Duke Nukem is? Exactly. It's like StarCraft, right? They took like 15 years and 10 years, came out with a StarCraft sequel. Yeah. Nobody cared. Yeah, they, you know, oh, you, you got to strike while the iron is hot. All right, so speaking of old cartoons being rebooted, I remember in the past I, I've been mentioning a Thundercats reboot. Uh huh. Now, first, there was talk about being live action. No. Um. So I'm gonna give you this link here. Um, it's gonna be like a CGI cartoon, whatever. Now, I'm gonna give you this here link, and I'm gonna I want you to look at the artwork. Tell me what you think about the artwork. <laughs> no good. Uh. Uh, 
well, the cartoon's not going to look like this. Okay, well, now I'm going to give you... Right? <laughs> hold on, I'm going to give you a link to a video, some kind of leaked video of it, which I haven't even watched this yet, but apparently it is atrocious. Well, let me just say for the people listening that, that what you sent me, it, it's like it's like a, a a classical painting of Lion-O from the Thundercat. Well, maybe that's just what they did, you know. All right. So did you get the link there? I got it. Yeah. All right. So let's let's watch the video here. He wields the sword of omen! Ah, there it is! The Thunder Smack! That's his signature move right there. He made his father proud with that one. Very nice. Oops. Drop something. I think. You're gonna need that. You're right. Wait here. I'll be right back. Oh, hard rock. Your first real fight. Your daddy should have prepared you better before he flung you out into the world. I'm trained to fight. It's your rotten stench you didn't prepare me for. You may be a big man on the outside, but inside you are still a boy. Thunder. Thunder. Thundercats! Oh! Did that hurt, Sly? Yes, it did, Lionel. And I've learned my lesson. Good. Oh, my God. Can I? Why is it that every movie now these characters have to be a comedian? What's wrong with just having a straight, you know, John Wayne type good guy? He doesn't crack jokes. He's he's just Lionel. I'm Lionel. I talk like this. I don't take any. I don't take make any jokes. The joking is done by... Uh, who's that little... Uh, uh, Snarf. Snarf is the comic relief. Not me. I'm a Lionel. You know, like He-Man. I know. You know, no jokes. I know. Oh, my God. Hold on. I, I got to see who the voice actor is on that, because whoever it is, I'm going to hate them for the rest of their life. <laughs> oh, oh my God. It didn't even look like him. Doesn't isn't the Lionel supposed to have like this big mane of hair? Yeah. Unless that was the the well. Remember, if you remember the original cartoon, the cartoon began with Lionel as like a younger guy when they were on the ship, and then they right. crashed and went into some kind of like suspended animation or something. Remember that? No. Wasn't that the Transformers? It was also Thundercats. They were. <laughs> Traveling in space. I think I don't know. Uh, no, actually, no. Hold on. Actually, the the it's not a movie. The one it's it's Cartoon Network. It's just going to be a regular show. Supposedly, I don't know. Um, hang on, hang on. Well, they don't have anything else listed here. Am I gonna have to go to the stupid Internet Movie Database? 
ridiculous. Uh, who was original? Original Lion O was Larry Kenny. Larry Kenny, still alive. Why, <laughs> why didn't they just get him? Apparently, they did. Um, in according to Inter Movie Database in this Thundercat series, he's the voice of Claudus. Don't know who that is. <laughs> I think Claudus was the old guy um, who was in the in the original show. I think man, I don't know. The waste. Um, all right, Thundercats 2011. Uh, doesn't say okay, it's nice. All right, whatever. All right, so that was disappointing. Yeah, it's too bad. Uh, all right, speaking of uh, cartoons and Cartoon Network, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Liam Neeson uh, did the voice of Qui-Gon on uh, the Clone Wars, Star Wars. Oh, yeah? Which is actually a pretty good uh, show. It's computer animated also, but it's actually, as, you know, good, it's actually like good scripts, like good, you know, uh, cartoons, science fiction, you know, kind of scripts. And um, it's pretty good. One of the reasons is George Lucas has nothing to do with it. <laughs> so anyway, um, so Liam Neeson uh, came back, and uh, I think he only did like one episode or something. I don't know. I came, he was like in a dream or something with um, Obi Wan, and so uh, we'll, we'll play the clip. So the first clip is a short interview that I uh, took the audio from, where he's talking about it. You're reprising the role of Qui-Gon on, on the Clone Wars cartoon. Yeah, yeah. How was it to, to be able to go back into that character's scan, and, and would you do it again if they approached it? Uh, would I do it again? Sure, yeah, I would. Yeah, we had fun, and it wasn't a huge commitment, you know. They called and asked would I supply the voice, because Sam Jackson was doing his guy, and he wanted first dibs to refuse or not, so they called me and said, well, Sam Jackson's doing his, because he feels that's his character, and it should be his voice, and I thought... Okay, well that's fair enough. I'll I'll do mine. That's cool. It was nice. It was nice to do, yeah. And then uh, you know, the other one is the actual scene. Obi Wan, have you done as I asked? Have you drained the boy? Master Qui Gon, how are you here? I am here because you are here. No, I, I don't understand. What is this place? Unlike any other conduit through which the entire force of the universe flows. Are we in danger? This planet is both an amplifier and a magnet. Three are here who seek Skywalker. They, like me, believe him to be the chosen one. You were right. The force within him is stronger than any known Jedi. I've trained him as well as I could, but he's still willful and balance eludes him. If he is the Chosen One, he will discover it here. And if not? Then you must realize with his power, this is a very dangerous place for him to be. Pretty cool. And, uh, you know, speaking of Liam Neeson, he's uh, in a new movie that just came out called uh, The Unknown or Unknown, 
Uh-huh. So think about it. You know, in Liam Neeson, he, he's, he does this movie Taken, right? Yeah. Where his daughter is taken from her. And now he, he kills everybody, you know, gets her back. Kind of like Charles Bronson. Um, now in this movie, they didn't just take his daughter. They took all of his memories. What? So it's kind of like Total Recall. I just know who he is. And they took all of my memories. They took all my memories. I don't know who I am. Am I Cohagen? Am I Cohagen? <laughs> Could they ever give him some kind of German name in any of the movies? <laughs> no. Kimball. Uh, Cohagen. I, I am Detective John Kimball. Detective John Kimball. Oh, by the way, he, he's no longer the governor, so now he's free to do movies. Terminator I know, 5. I know you can't wait. Supposedly, Terminator 5. Uh, yeah, I don't know how how he's going to do that movie, but whatever. Well, they didn't need him. They they did the original Terminator in in the in the in the, the Terminal of Salvation. They did it with CGI. It looked like exactly like him. So at this exact moment in time, he is no longer the governor. Yes. Hmm. When did that happen? They had they had an election last November. Another guy was elected. Oh, so I saw so like a couple weeks ago. In the beginning of January. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So, so yeah. So he's in there. Um, so uh, I don't know what else you have uh, before we get to the Razzies. Got to talk about the Razzies. <laughs> That's it, but... We have you got to nothing it... else? No. Actually, I did have one thing real quick. So you had posted the lame idiot of 2010. Oh, yeah. Politicians. Yeah. Which I agree with. A lot of them. But I cannot believe... I don't know how I forgot about this. Because this was included in your post on PawnStevenson.com. I don't know how I forgot about this. BP! Yes, the, the oil BP, spill, oil the Gulf sp- of Mexico. How did I forget about that? I, that was uh-huh. like that was. A, oh man, BP is the lame idiot of 2010. Well, it was one of them. The big one. Big dummy. BP idiots. The way they handled the whole. I mean, first of all, the drilling. Second of all, the way they handled the whole thing. Come on. All of the animals, the birds that were dead, the the fish that are contaminated, the water. It's just disgusting. Oh, you shouldn't be eating fish anyway, according to Ted Danson. Well, I don't. <laughs> disgusting. BP is disgusting. All, All right, so the Razzies. All on, those the companies Razzies. are disgusting. Razzies. Those... Stop it. All of those companies are disgusting. Yes. All right, the Razzies. The Razzies. 2010 Razzies. So uh, let's take a look at the nominations here. So now, now wait, just to let our listeners know, what is this again? The Razzies. They're the, you know, the the goof uh, on the Academy Awards. They're the worst. Academy Awards are supposed to be the best. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. So, um, I don't know, should we go with the... Uh, the big ones first or, or the small stuff first? Well, we'll go into small stuff. I think that's how they do it in the Academy Awards. Yeah, small stuff. All right. So uh, from the bottom up, we have worst prequel, remake, ripoff, or sequel. 
Uh, for 2010. Uh oh. What? I just. Cl- All right. Now I clicked on it and I got some. <laughs> some stupid thing. All right. Are you ready? <clears throat> yes. All right. Nominees are Clash of the Titans. Okay. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dongs, The Last Airbender. Okay. I think they're getting worse here. Sex and the City 2. Oh, jeez. Okay. Twilight Saga Eclipse. Yeah. And then the goof film on that, which was Vampires Suck. <laughs> Who do you think will win? Oh, man. That is, uh... Wow. Worst prequel, remake, ripoff, or sequel? I think it's between Sex of the City and Twilight Saga. Because they're, say, you know, they're the two most known. I was going to say The Last Airbender. Yeah, but I just, just, just nobody saw it. That's true. All right, so what? Who, who's the winner? I, I think, well, I don't know. They didn't do it yet. Oh. No, we're going to pick it first. So I, I would think that it would be um, – I'm, I, this one, I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to go with Sex and the City 2. <laughs> right, I mean, there was right, no right, reason right. to make that movie. All right. You are right. I agree, and I will also choose that. All right. You don't have to agree. No, but now you got me thinking about it. All right. And I agree. Worst screenplay. Worst screenplay. Uh, we got M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong's The Last Airbender. Again. Second nomination. Um, Little Fockers. <laughs> uh, Sex in the City 2 again. Wow. Twilight Saga Eclipse yet again. And Vampires Suck. <laughs> I, look, Vampires Suck, you know right off the bat it's automatically going to be bad. Yeah. Right? I know that. So Worst script. So I Come really on. can't count that because it really wasn't trying. Yeah, worst screenplay. I'm going to go with The Last Airbender because this was supposed to be this really sophisticated, you know, M. Night Shyamalan movie, and it was apparently terrible. Um, You know, these other, these other movies don't need a screenplay. Come on. What were the other ones again, real fast? Little Fockers, Sex and the City 2... Twilight Saga and Vampire Suck. I don't know, maybe Twilight. Yeah. I don't know. They're all horrible. Yeah. All right. Worst director: uh, Jason Friedberg and Aaron Seltzer. Vampire Suck. Did they really need two directors for that garbage? All right. Yet again, here we go. Michael Patrick King for Sex of the City Two. No. Oh. M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong for The Last Airbender. <laughs> David Slade, not to be conv- uh, confused with David Spade, for Twilight Saga, and uh, Sylvester Stallone for The Expendables. <laughs> I think The Expendables will probably, he'll probably win, be- again, because he's the most known. And But I, I have to say, again, worst director. I just, these other movies doesn't take anything to direct. I, I think it's M. Night Shyamalan. Um, yeah, I would say either that or Expendables. All right, so you're still going to say Stallone? Yeah. Ew. Adrian! All 
right, worst screen couple, worst screen ensemble. I know you love this movie. Jennifer Aniston and Gerard Butler for The Bounty Hunter. Never even heard of that. Oh, I thought you saw that. No. It's terrible. No, no. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, Joss Brolin's face and Megan Fox's accent in Jonah Hex. I never heard of that either. Okay. Oh, it was terrible. Uh, the entire cast of The Last Airbender. The entire cast of Sex and the City 2. Or the entire cast of Twilight Saga Eclipse. You know, this is like asking which is worse. <laughs> getting uh, a, a, a safe dropped on my head. <laughs> or getting run over by a train. It's like, they're all horrible. <laughs> I'm going to go with Jennifer Aniston and Gerard Butler in here. I, I really think so. <laughs> it was terrible. Wow. Uh, what about you? Um, I'll go with Twilight on this one. Right. Okay, uh, worst eye-gouging misuse of 3D. <laughs> Cats and Dogs 2. Uh, Clash of the Titans. The Last Airbender. I didn't even know this was made. The Nutcracker 3D. Okay. And Saw 3D, a.k.a. Saw 7. Hmm, misuse. I have to say, I think it's, I gotta go with Clash of the Titans. I mean, I didn't see most of these movies, any of these movies, but from the trailers, it, it just looked abysmal. There was just so much absurd CGI. It was unbelievable. That's true. Yeah, it looked very boring. All right, all right, I'll go with that. But I wouldn't be surprised if the, any of these other ones won. Okay, worst supporting actress. Worst supporting actress, uh, Jessica Alba, who was in The Killer Inside Me, Little Fockers, Machete, that was the uh, uh, Robert Rodriguez movie, and Valentine's Day. Okay. Valentine's Day was that horrible movie with like 15, yeah. uh, like 30 different actors yeah. in it. And don't remind me. Uh, the Killer Inside was... I'm going to tell you quickly about this movie. It starred um, Casey Affleck. <laughs> right off the bat, it's it's already... Jessica uh... Alba and Kate Hudson. And basically, this is what happened. It takes place in like the 50s in Oklahoma. Casey Affleck is this hayseed sheriff. He does this horrible southern accent. Um, he, he, he sounded like Billy Bob Thornton in Sling Blade. <laughs> and basically, basically all that happens in the movie is he, I'm not kidding you, he beats the living crap out of first Kate Hudson, who is supposed to be his wife. Literally, literally just beats her. Okay. And then beats the living tar out of Jessica Alba in the, in, in, in particular in the scene. She's like sitting on the floor and he's literally just keeps punching her in the face. <laughs> what? It was so bad that when they premiered this thing, I don't know if they premiered it at con or something. Jessica Alba, who I guess hadn't seen the whole movie, you know, before, had ran out of the theater, ran into the bathroom and threw up. <laughs> oh my god. What? Um and then at the end of the movie, he he blows everyone up. He, he 
sets the house on fire and blows it all up. Okay. What's uh, the also, point? I don't know. None. Also, we had Cher. Cher was in burlesque uh, with Christina yeah. Aguilera. Yeah. Okay. Liza Minnelli in Sex of the City 2. Uh, Nicola Peltz. I don't know who that is in The Last Airbender. And then uh, Barbara Streisand in Little Fockers. Uh, oh, man. I don't know. I... I'm not gonna look. I'm not gonna bash Liza. She's she was hilarious in Arrested Development. So yeah, I could never true. say a bad word about her again. That's true. She was great in that show. What movie was she in? Sex and the City Two. Oh god, she's probably in it for five minutes. You know. That's true. I, I, I'm telling you, I, I gotta say Jessica Alba. I mean that that killer inside me was so bad. <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised if it's Cher. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's, <laughs> these are tough. These are really difficult. Just pick somebody. Share. All right. We're a supporting actor now. Th- I mean, th- this is this is this is some some big names here. All right. Um, from Marmaduke, The Spy Next Door, and Valentine's Day, George Lopez. Uh. From the Last Airbender, Dev Patel. All right. I don't know who that is. From The Last Airbender and Twilight Saga Eclipse, Jackson Rathbone. I don't know who that is. No. From Grown Ups, Adam Sandler, uh, Rob Schneider. And really, I think this has got to win. From The Spy Next Door, that movie must have been horrible, Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> Him. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't even say his name. All right, worst actress. <laughs> From The Bounty Hunter and The Switch, Jennifer Aniston. From The Last Song, Miley Cyrus. From uh, Sex and the City 2, The Gal Pals, all four of them. Oh. From Jonah Hex, Megan Fox. And from Twilight Saga Eclipse, Kristen Stewart. Sex and the City 2. Yeah, I'm going to say Miley Cyrus. <clears throat> Well, see again. This is just <laughs> oh, come on. It's too close All to right. call. Worst actor. This is tough. From Remember Me and Twilight Saga Eclipse, Robert Pattinson. Him. <laughs> well, hold on. It gets worse. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> How? Hold on. All right. From Twilight Saga Eclipse and Valentine's Day, Taylor Lautner. I don't know who that From is. From Killers and Valentine's Day, Ashton Kutcher. Oh. Uh, Gerard Butler and the Bounty Hunter. And this is my pick. From Gulliver's Travels, uh. Jack Black. Uh, I'm going to say Twilight. All right. I'm going with Jack Black. All right. All right. Worst picture. We got the Bounty Hunter. We got the Last Airbender. We got Sex in the City 2. We got Twilight Saga Eclipse. And vampires suck. Not the Expendables? No. Wasn't that bad. Sex in the City 2. I'm going to go with, um, worst. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go with Sex in the City 2. I think that it would get it. <laughs> Razzies. There you go. Yeah. There was literally no, I mean, other than a profit, there was no reason to make that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so actually I, I have, <clears throat> it reminds me, I have two 
movie reviews. Mm. My quick movie reviews. Oh, boy. Black Swan, <laughs> starring Why? Natalie Portman and Why? Myla Kunis. Uh. I would say, again, on the three-point rating system, thumbs up, thumbs in the middle, thumbs down. I would say, for someone like me, I would say, like, I don't know, thumbs in the middle. It was okay. Oh. Either rent it from Netflix or just wait for it to come on cable TV. What about someone like me? Uh, Yeah, thumbs, well, <laughs> either thumbs in the middle or thumbs down. Was there, was there a lot of, like, a girl on girl? No. No? No. I thought they were lesbians. Nah, for like 30 seconds. Oh, God. No, okay, so Natalie Portman is a ballerina dancer. And she's trying to land the starring role in the the ballet The Black Swan. Mm. And the main character that she wants to, to get this role, it means she has to play a white swan and act very nice and play... Her alter ego, the black swan, who's like very mean. Yeah. And, but she has mental problems. So throughout the movie, she keeps thinking that she's actually turning into a swan, like physically growing feathers and turning into a swan. So this is where (laughs) I got to call out and say, you have got to be pulling my chain that could not have happened in the movie this is oscar supposedly an oscar caliber movie i greg i am totally a hundred percent totally serious <laughs> natalie portman plays a woman who has mental problems and she's she keeps auditioning and practicing for this role and she genuinely thinks like when she looks in the mirror she keeps seeing herself growing feathers <laughs> And then, uh, spoiler Does she jump alert. out? Does she jump off the building thinking she can fly? Actually, I was just going to say spoiler alert. At the end of the, the movie, which is coincidentally also the end of the ballet, um, yeah, she jumps off and kills herself. Jumps off of what? Uh, there's this thing on the stage and, and in, like, the character in the ballet is supposed to kill herself. Yeah. So she did land the role of the main character. So at the end of the movie, she is playing the character killing herself, but she also coincidentally, or not coincidentally, I don't know, uh, she also killed herself. How? She jumped off this thing on the stage and she was supposed to land on a bed, but she landed on it and like stabbed herself or something. What? She was bleeding. Yeah, I'm serious. (laughs) <laughs> and then yeah so and, and she's crazy like throughout the movie she keeps imagining that she's murdering Mila Kunis <laughs> and like her mom is is like I, I don't know it's just weird it was an odd movie I'd say it, it look to me maybe because of the fact that it was so hyped up and so overhyped and I kept hearing so much hype about it maybe that's why for me it didn't live up to the hype and I give it a thumbs in the middle it was a good movie. It was, but I just felt like it didn't live up to the crazy amount of hype that it got. It sounded, it sounded like it just sounds like Vanilla Sky almost. 
Yeah, you it's ever one see of those. That with Tom Cruise. It's one of those movies where it tries to trick the viewer. Yeah, you don't know where you, know, you don't know where reality is, and yeah, it's like wait a minute. I'm, I was thinking like th- there were a couple of parts I was thinking wait. Did she actually just murder Milo Kunis or was she imagining it or is she really growing feathers or is she imagining? It's like it tries to trick the viewer. Donnie Darko. Yeah. And then so that black swan thumbs in the middle and then uh, uh, Vince Vaughn and Kevin James, the dilemma. Oh, my God. Why? Why would you see that? (laughs) I like the goofy comedies. Yeah, but them? You hate Vince Vaughn. I know, but I like Kevin James. He's terrible. <laughs> I like him on The King of Queens, which seems to be the only thing he was capable of being funny at. I don't even think that was funny. Because these movies, I don't know, it's just... I don't know what it is about. He's just not... like He's okay in the movies I've seen him in, but he's mm. not... He's just, I don't know, there's something holding him back from being funny on the big screen. I don't know why. I really don't know why. This move, again, I would give it thumbs in the middle. There were some funny parts. And I, I laughed a few times. It was kind of silly, but again, wait for it to come on cable. Do not, you know, <laughs> just wait for it to come on TV. Yeah. If you happen to be flipping through the channels one day and it's on maybe watch it I won't the dilemma thumbs in the middle um <laughs> okay uh, so you know what I was going to say do you have anything else your turn no alright I'm just going to finish up um <laughs> the last thing I was going to say was you know the other the other night I was watching TV, and the stupid emergency alert system thing came on. Oh, it makes that really loud beeping sound. Yeah, the sound. beep, and it says, uh, you know, this is only a test, blah, blah, blah. It's like, boo! Yeah. This is only a test. If this had been a real emergency, you would have gotten instructions for blah, 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 blah. Yeah, if this were a real emergency, you'd be dead right now. Yeah, right. Not watching TV. So, um... So the emergency alert comes on. So I happened to notice something on there that the time on the emergency alert message was one hour ahead. Like they didn't do the daylight savings time correctly or something. Nah. <laughs> so I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. In a real emergency, they're going to be an, uh, an hour behind. Everybody will be dead. <laughs> Come on. Stupid. Yeah, I you know... When I was little, I remember that used to come on the TV yeah. every now and then, and I just never understood what it was. Well, that's what it is. Is that still in use? I guess it must yeah, be, Yeah, obviously, right? yeah. Emergency alert. I, you know, it was a Cold War relic. Yeah. I guess like air raid sirens. Yeah. And bomb shelters. <laughs> Duck and cover. <laughs> You know, you had Stan, because then you had stupid Reagan and Reagan trying to think like every other stupid Russians were going to attack and everything is baloney. Well, I don't know. I, I figured there was, there was going to be some, some communists that were going to attack. 
Right. I had forgotten about that. Yeah. This is only a test. It's only a test. Oh, and my back is coming. Yeah, I remember when that would come on the TV when I was little. I would always ask, like, how come it's always a test? When is it going to be the real thing? Yeah. Not realizing that you don't want it to be the real thing because yeah. that means something bad is happening. Well, it's got to be pretty bad because there have been some bad stuff that happened and we never got an emergency alert. Yeah, it's true. Never got it. Yeah, where was that thing on 9-11? Well, the TV stations all got knocked out. So then what's the point? Well, I guess you could have gotten it on cable. I don't know. I didn't... I don't. you got to remember, I slept through it. 9-11, I slept through it. I don't know where you were, but... I was getting ready to go to work. Oh. Uh, I, uh... Well, you still work in New Jersey, right? At the time, yeah. But then my coworker called me and said, No, nah, the, the mall's closed. Stay home. Yeah. yeah, I mean, um... I had, you know, I was, I was in uh, graduate school at the time, and I don't remember what I was, I must have been up late doing work or something, and I went to sleep, and I, not kidding you, I did not wake up until like 12 noon. Wow. You know, my mother kept calling, and finally I was like, what the hell is she calling for? And then she told me, and that was it. But yeah, I, I slept through the whole thing. Give him some kind of German name in any of the movies. 